Hey guys, Zach and Jason here. Oh yes. What's going on, man? Not much. How you doing? Ah, oh, man, I'm getting over something. Oh Just yeah. Getting over slightly decongested, slightly congested. So getting hopefully. over the awesomeness. Yeah, yeah. One day I'll get over it. Yeah. <laughs> Someday but, uh, you'll be less than awesome. I mean, God forbid. I don't know. I don't think you could do that. Yeah, it's I think hard. You're, you're always going to be pretty awesome. I think it's going to be uh, one of those. I'm trying to do a, uh, you know, live fast, die relatively young, and leave a an adequate looking corpse. <laughs> adequate. Uh, good looking is it's yeah. it's off the table now. Thirty five. Well, I, I don't know, man. You've been working out, you know, eh. hitting those burpees. Yeah. <laughs> God. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, just you know. So I, if I sound a little sniffly, a little congested, forgive me. Yeah, no Probably problem. the last thing people want to hear right now. Well, at least we're not on video right now. Uh, yeah, thank yeah, God for this that. This is just an audio podcast at this point. Yeah. yeah. As we're all getting rained on with pollen. Have you been seeing that everywhere? Oh, my goodness. It, everywhere this... I drive, it's like snow. I, I don't remember it being this bad. Maybe I just haven't paid attention. I've never been an allergy guy. I've never yeah. been susceptible to that. Um, so I thought maybe this was it. Maybe I finally... Maybe. Hit the age, but I think it was just like a cold or like. I use, I actually have been taking Claritin every day for pretty much the last two years. Yeah, my wife's like that. She takes but it every day. I, I haven't taken it for probably the last 10 days, 10 or 15 days, something like that. And I haven't had any issues with it. Really? Yeah. But well, I did, I mean, did kind of cut out the true test. a lot of gluten out of my uh, diet. Like, I'm still eating pizza. Yeah. You oh, know. What's a lot to you? <laughs> You're like, I, I don't hey, know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have the diet of a, uh, what is it, Swedish, the way the Swedish, Swedish chef. Eat. And the next thing you're talking about, like, oh yeah, we're getting tacos. And oh, the next yeah. night we're getting pizza. I and, can't help it, man. And then you're gonna be like, oh man, I got drunk off this fucking maple syrup <laughs> beer. Dude, it was so good. Oh, yeah, it was so good. Yeah. Probably lots of gluten in that. Oh, I, I don't know. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Jamie, I'm gonna get you. She had to drive us home. I usually don't even like get a buzz. Yeah, you but. texted me, and I'm like, yeah, I don't want to. Do that. <laughs> I texted you too. I was at Walmart. I oh, I sent you the picture of uh, the like nine movie collection of the Fast and Furious. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. And because uh, we were talking about it for whatever reason, you're like, yeah, we'll just marathon all the movies, and I'm like, ugh. Yeah, I've uh oh my. Yeah, your microphone is oh, a shit. There we go. <laughs> is any of that usable? Um, I mean. There's a little quick, quick, quick sound, but who cares? A it's little, gone now. You, that sounds really bad when you say it like that. I can't. I don't have headphones on, so I don't know what that sounds. Oh like. yeah, that's right. Uh, it was not. It's fine. Clearly, it it was not fine. It was something. It was not fine enough for you to, for you to address. True. True. This episode's ruined. Thanks. <laughs> it is ruined. Anyway, uh, yeah, man. What else is going on? That was totally the wrong effect, too. What did I, you use? I used the crickets. Like, I don't know. Should we just start over? Why? <laughs> we're this far in. Three minutes in. I don't, right. we don't know no, what we're going to roll with it. We're going to roll with it. Like, because we to, don't even care. To, to those listening, there's really no rhyme or reason to any of this. We're just kind of throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah. Spaghetti. I mean, we got ideas. That's not a problem. No. We got plenty of ideas. Mm -hmm. The means to implement those ideas. Well, yeah, we we're artists. I mean, yeah, we, we don't really need a format. We don't need to go all technical and hey, we have to do this at this certain time. Or there's not much know. we need beyond our delusions of grandeur, right? Which I've already complimented you a couple times today, saying that you're awesome. Yeah. So where's my compliment back? <laughs> See. <laughs> So this is why this is why I can't accept it. I knew it was a transactional exactly. kind of thing. Yep, yep. That's you're all right. You're yeah. cool. Oh, thanks. You don't need. You see, you're the kind of guy you don't need to be complimented. No, no, I don't. You, you no. see, the way I see it, I'm like, we got to keep keep him from the the teapot from steaming. <laughs> you know, too much compliment. You know, you're gonna. No, I, I don't think so. It is nice to be recognized, though. It is nice to uh, have a little bit of a Isn't reaffirmation. This a recognition enough. This podcast, you know, it's of our own doing. Yeah. So you know, yeah. I mean, right now it's kind of a message in the bottle kind of thing. Yeah. Which you know, part of me says thank God for that. <laughs> Who really needs to hear this? Yeah. But uh, anyway, a lot that of people being will. said, a lot of people. If you're like listening, us. why? 
<laughs> Why are you listening see, right I, now? See, I can't. Accepting compliments and giving compliments. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. I don't, I'm not good at it, at least accepting. Oh, I can I, I'm definitely not good at giving compliments. I mean, I, I never have been. Yeah, I've been, been trying. But then when I when I do give a compliment, people take it as me being sarcastic or you have, or whatever because uh, just the intimidation of my voice, whatever. Because you're always being sarcastic. I guess so. Like always. Yeah, it's a speech impediment. Hey guys, <laughs> sarcasm. Yeah, it's a very uh, Adam Sandberg kind of vibe. Well, I mean, I grew up watching Saturday Night Live. Or with, Andy, you know, Sandberg. Andy Sandberg, Adam Sandler, you know, all that stuff. Um, so, anyways, uh, this is session two of uh, It Burns When I Pod. So what would you like to talk about it today? Today, I've got some stuff to show. Ooh, show on and our, tell. Uh, purely audio <laughs> podcast. I hope you guys can see this because I'll just go play by play. Right so, now, Zach so, is reaching over to a bag. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> he is now opening the bag. Is he is a, getting irritated with okay. me. <laughs> Let's make this a radio play. All right. Do these sound effects. Clip, clop, clip, clop. Uh, clip, Who's clop. that at the door? <laughs> Constable here. What? Who's there? Constable Evans. <laughs> uh, no, no. I went to the uh, Iowa. I don't know what you call it, the Iowa Art Festival they have every year that Jason never knew existed. I didn't even I know about anything. it. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I wasn't there. To, they had a couple years off. Hmm. I don't know why. Everybody had. Everybody took a couple well, years off. Yeah. Why did everybody take two years off? I don't know. It was like COVID? Uh, Thanos snapped his fingers. And, Thanos. Yeah. Anyway, so you know, I, I you know, the art festival is really cool. I like going there. And where was the art festival? Uh, the Ped Mall area. Oh, down in Iowa City. Yeah, Iowa City. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. And that uh, was this weekend. This last it? weekend. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, it was a two day thing. I nice. went there yesterday, and I uh, was there for a couple hours. It was supposed to be ten to four, but of course, uh, there was some talk of storms, so everybody was kind of packing it in by like two. 2.30-ish. Right. Uh, which kind of sucked. Because they, like, they were like, oh, a storm's coming. And I guess they got hit pretty bad with like 60 mile per hour winds on, oh, on wow. Friday. Yeah. Which, you know, it's got to be hell for setup. And, well, especially like, if you have artwork hanging out. Yeah. 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 So, so I always go there. I always check everything out. I always make sure to get business cards so I can follow everybody on their socials and whatnot. Sure. And uh, I got a whole stack of and now he's reaching back into the bag. Well, you know what? I... Did I even bring all of them? What? God damn it. I Uh-oh. knew this would happen. Well, anyway, I, don't, I guess I don't need to go through all of them. But I'll, uh, I'll show, you, show you what I got. And we'll, uh, we'll make sure to post these pictures and like send links yeah, of these guys. That. Give them some, uh, some love. Recognition for the artwork. So uh, this guy... Uh, Timothy Cobbs, hope I'm pronouncing last name K O B S Cobbs, probably. Anyway, yeah. really cool, really colorful, really kind of trippy. Lots of animals. There's this one mm-hmm. on his business card of a dog as a a meditating Buddha. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, this is cool. So the business card shows, of course, the artwork of Timothy Cobbs, and our it's uh yeah. Got a dog sitting there uh, as if he was like a Buddha or a yoga pose or something with some space background. That's pretty cool. I think he does oils. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. But I saw this one, and uh, I've seen this guy previous years, and I've, you know, it was always at the point of like, oh, I never quite enough money. Yeah. You know, now it's at the point where I have plenty of money, but oh, too wow. much art. Yeah. Not enough space to hang it up at. No, yeah. that wasn't me bragging. You're, you buying fancies. dinner tonight? What's that? You buying dinner? Uh, well, you already ate. I did. Do you want second dinner? <laughs> no. Do you no, want I'm more good. gluten? No. I'm just gonna bring a bucket of gluten yeah. to feed it to you. Oh my goodness! What does that even look like? I imagine. I just like picture dough. Yeah, I, I don't just know. I, I picture like a big, I don't know, like Ziploc bag full of yellowish fat liquid. It's what the it's what they coat the guy who used to run Papa John's in every day. <laughs> He always looks I like used to work at a Papa John's. What was his name? The guy who owned Papa John's. Uh, Papa John. John something. John. I, I don't know. But you remember like the, the circumstances in which he was ushered out of his job. It was very he said a bad word Uh-oh. on a conference call. But anyway, like in his interviews, yeah. he always looks like he's coated coated in greasy. Greasy. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Overly tan. Overly tan. Anyway, 
Uh, yeah, so I got a couple pieces. Uh, I got this one, and you'll appreciate this. Oh, yeah. This is pretty cool. Describe so for the uh, folks. what I'm looking at here is uh, we've got some Rat Fink characters. Um, I don't know if you guys know of Rat Fink, but Rat Fink was like a uh, a really big, iconic... Um, I don't know if I want to say Southern California type thing, but, uh, you know, he, he was this green rat with the, uh, you know, he'd have his hand up driving a rat rod and he'd, you know, have his hand up on the, uh, the shifter knob, um, very new school kind of drawings and stuff. But this is a painting of, uh, a couple like rat fink looking guys in astronaut suits. Um, basically, uh, it looks like they, they are, would you would you say that they're they're with the main character of the cat here with a uh, lightsaber? It's a it's a confrontational. It feels like a or do you think they're after battle? Pre battle. They, they both have their guns kind of towards him. Towards him. Yeah. Um. And for those at home right now who are very frustrated at at us describing a painting to you, just know that Evans was supposed to supply the visuals, tonight, <laughs> but he couldn't get the GoPro working because once again. The SD card's been... Uh, the SD card is full. It's full. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to empty it. Yeah. I'm so just, just just offload your home sex tape so we can just get <laughs> it's some me by myself. visuals. Uh, so, yeah, we'll we'll try and post that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, we'll definitely uh, post these up. Of this guy, because this guy's Yeah, that's pretty, pretty cool, man. Pretty awesome. it's, it's almost like the... It's an Iron Man suit, but he's got a lightsaber. Yeah, it's got, um, like, a little bit of everything. And then, but what's with the Manta Ray tiger fish thing? That's... <laughs> Cause it's fucking cool. I kind of want to draw a, a stingray as a tiger and do that as a tattoo because that would be really cool. Yeah. In my mind, anyway. Uh, so we got that one. Yeah, and it looks I pretty let, cool. Uh, my wife pick out another one, and she's just very like, it's very shoot from the hip. Mm. She likes it. She likes it. If she well, even if she likes it, like a quick glance, like it's it's very like she'll know right away. Yeah. But even then, she's like. Uh, do I, is it good enough to get you know blah, blah, yeah. blah. but you really like this next one and it's uh you know it's very uh oh i like this a lot it's simple but it's like the more you look at it the more yeah know, it's more like a galaxy it. within a tree um kind of like a stuff i'm a sucker for yeah like yeah this stuff. is pretty cool it's it's like a nighttime scene but it's also like somewhat underwater because there's some uh fish swimming in it and everything yeah that's pretty cool too yeah yeah, there's a lot going on actually with the yeah. the space and the nebulas and yeah, all sorts of cool shit stuff. The the <laughs> sea life uh, wasn't there like a couple. Yeah, there's like a there? couple fish in there. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, too. Timothy Cobbs. He's I've been wanting to get some of his stuff for for a while, and I finally got the chance. Nice. Uh, and then we got this fella, uh, Nick. Ringle, Ringle's let, letter, I'm butching that. <laughs> it's on the business cards. It's in like Ringerberger. one word. Uh, Nick Ringle's letter, and uh, he does spray paint art. Oh, I lots love of, that stuff. Lots yeah. of pop culturey stuff. Uh, it's definitely the kind of stuff that benefits from a bigger canvas. Yeah, yeah, like Banksy so, type stuff is always huge. So much going on, and I got this piece here. Oh my goodness, it's like SpongeBob stuff. I mean, there's a pineapple, there's Squidward's, uh, you know, Easter Island held, head, held, <laughs> head. But man, this stuff is like really, really kind of warped too. There's like eyeballs and organic. Uh, it's like a very Where's, Where's Waldo, like, yeah. filled with. Wow, there's a imagery. lot of stuff going on here. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So were there like a lot of people at this art show then? Oh, yeah. There was like streets and streets. Like they've. There's, they have a lot of people there. But yeah, what do you think of that one, bud? Man, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, like I got that, that one for you. No shit. Yeah. For real? Yeah, I saw the pineapple. And like, oh yeah, my that's, goodness, that's thanks, dude. Yeah. This is awesome. But yeah, his business card's on the back, oh, okay. uh, so we should take that out and... Uh, yeah, for sure. To, Man, that's uh, yeah, cool. Yeah, put a link to that. Thank you very much. I got uh, a present today. And then I got this... I, I didn't get anything from this particular artist... Uh, but I already have a few pieces from this guy, Chris Abbott. Um, and he does a lot of, he's from Ottumwa. Oh, okay. Uh, but really, really amazing artist. Uh, it's very, uh, God, it's simplistic to say, but it's like landscapes if you were on LSD. I know, okay. like, it's kind of, you know, I'm not sure if that would be 
his read on it. But it's just very colorful, uh, real, like there's some realism in there, but mm-hmm. you can really, you can barely tell in the business card there, but. Sure. Um, if you pull up his stuff, he, just amazing work. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to get some more of his stuff. Yeah, that's pretty cool too. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I uh, am a big fan of like stuff like that that's very brightly colored and everything. But I'm also a huge fan of, if you want to talk about older artists and everything like that, um, I've always been inspired by Monet, you know, as far as Monet? like, uh, you know, traditional old painters that we all, uh, you know, have heard of through art classes and stuff like that. I really like the impressionism type stuff where it's not really highly detailed, but you get the picture, you see what it is and, and everything. And you let your mind explore into that. You know, it's kind of like the clouds, you know, when you look up at a cloud and you picture something and you, it's not exact, but you get that idea that it's there. Yeah. You know, and, and I really like artwork like that too. And I feel like that's, that's kind of a cross between impressionistic but yet also kind of that bubbly fluorescent, like what well, you're saying, you know, like yeah. an acid trip landscape. And he's got a uh, pretty like kind of uniform color palettes. Yeah. Uh, which is really great when you see them all on display at once. Mm-hmm. Uh, people who, who have kind of uh, a trademark style. Yeah. I, I really uh, admire because mm-hmm. it's, it's uh, that's, I would say is the most difficult thing, you know, uh, d- d- making something that's interesting to look at, making something that's like technically proficient, uh, but the hardest, the, you know, that difficult stuff. But yeah. uh, you you can manage. But the re- the the magic piece is the uh, is the style, the right. trademark style that only you could uh, do. Which is the great thing about these art shows. Mm-hmm. You 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 could see a bunch of people who uh, make art in ways that you don't think about like you look at a painting you know and it can only been a made been made in a specific place in a specific time by a specific person right you know so uh it's it's fun to just kind of go through and and see you know people's whole careers and under one tent yeah uh whole portfolio and it's inspiring to us as artists as well yeah you know to go out and create more and even like you're saying you know seeing something in a different viewpoint that, you know, you might have seen this scenery, you know, maybe this is a picture of an actual place. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, remembering, hey, I liked this scene, repaint it, you know. And now you have that in your head, and, you know, you could transform that into something that you could repaint or you could draw or, you know, create yourself as well in your own style. Right. You know. But, yeah, it's definitely inspiring to see other artists yeah for sure it helps to uh get, to get out of your own head really yeah you realize you, you ain't the only game in town well and that's what i like going about uh tattoo conventions yeah is going and witnessing in person other people's styles of tattooing and other people's techniques because you know we can see so much on instagram see, we can see so it, much yeah. on online you know through people's websites or tiktok now and all of these newfangled you know technical things like the tiktoks you know but seriously, it's so nice to see things in person. Yeah. And really witness and even talk to the artists and be like, hey, wh- what made you think to do this style? Or what was your creative purpose behind that particular painting? Yeah. You know, were you, did you talk to any of the people? Oh, yeah. I always try to talk to talk to the artists and like, be like, hey, you know, I always, you know, get technical and like, what, you know, what kind of stuff? Like, uh, I talked to this one uh, lady who does a lot of great watercolor. Uh, you know, close-ups of uh, fruit and plants, very meticulously detailed. Uh, and, you know, she was doing uh, some painting live, you know, in, her, in the booth t- uh, under the tent too. And, uh, you know, I asked her if she, you know, just does as everything just brushwork or does she like use watercolor pencils or markers? She said, no, just brushwork, just keeping that line, the the, the brush, you know, kind of sharp and yeah. Uh, lot of control you know uh yeah watercolor that's is difficult. It was something i've never had when it comes to painting is like that small detail control yeah like i can do a realistic eyeball and stuff but it's going to be on like 16 by 30 canvas yeah you know like i cannot paint small i can i can tattoo smaller you right. know and i can use colored pencils small but painting is something that and i love airbrushing but i still can't do it that small detail 
Um, the guy that did our our shirts at the shop, Dan Ranshaw, mm-hmm. he does amazing paintings of like uh, scenery and ducks and like the stuff that you see on like Cabela's magazines. Um, yeah, you know the old hunting pictures and stuff like that. He does that sort of painting, and I'm telling you what, dude, it's it's only like you know a legal size piece of paper size you know yeah and it's amazing uh, there was a guy uh an older gentleman gentleman i i had a whole bunch of these business cards stacked up and i thought they were all in this one pack here but uh i don't have his card but i'll have to uh post a link to his stuff and he does a lot of that kind of nature yeah stuff a lot of bass uh, a lot of fish you know a lot of birds and mm-hmm. nature stuff and he does all all uh colored pencil yeah and uh he was telling me he likes he prefers to use like you know, Prismacolors and uh, mm-hmm. some of those color sticks where it's like, you know, little squared off uh, yeah. pieces there. But, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, lots of different styles, lots of different subject matter uh, to, you know, I, I tend to go for more of the bright, colorful, fantastical sh- subject matter. Sure. Uh, but that it, that's why these shows are great, because you, you can really expose yourself to art that uh, – uh, you don't consider a lot. You see, know, that's, I didn't that's even know I what go. was going on. Well, see, I, I and I was, we were saying like, you know, I don't know how well people advertise anymore, or if, or if there's just so much noise that it's just yeah. hard to. There's just too too much going. There's on. there's a lot going on. Yeah, uh, I I forgot about this till my wife well told me, and she always, she's always like, hey, this is going on that thing you you know always yeah. like going to. Uh, so it's hard for me to keep up, mm-hmm. you know. And then it's like, are we gonna have time to go? Yeah, you know. Well, and like you're saying, though, like advertising and marketing is huge. Yeah. You know, because a lot of places will advertise things, but they only advertise like the certain things that are like bigger. You know, it's like the the McGrath Amphitheater down here. You know, I've seen like 20 ads in one day that Sublime with Rome is coming, you know, which I've seen them multiple times. I'm already bought tickets. I'm going to go again, of course, you know, but there's other concerts going on that I've seen like maybe one ad for. You know, that are great bands like Rival Sons and, you know, it, it, there's a, a whole bunch of stuff always going on that we don't know about. Well, shit, I didn't even know the new Spider-Man movie was coming out. Yeah, it's already well, out. Yeah. I don't know when anything happens anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, it's, yeah, it's not even just like, you know, smaller stuff. Everything is just kind of, mm-hmm. uh, you got to have Google alerts for any everything that right. you, you want to keep track of. Uh, and then that gets annoying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Queens of the Stone Age just came out with a new album. I'm like, shit, I gotta go buy that now. Right. Uh, you actually cool. buy it? You buy albums still? Yeah, yeah. Do you really? Yeah. Well, I'll buy them on. Vinyl. You don't just like listen to it on Spotify or anything. I'll, like that? I'll listen to them, but yeah. like if it's a band I'm like really into, yeah, I always make sure to like support them. You should actually buy the whole CD so that uh, you actually physically have it. Well, it's like some of them are as opposed to downloads where the government yeah. can come in and take it. That's why I love like. <sighs> <laughs> bands who have like you know they'll have package deals where you can get the vinyl you can get the yeah. CD, you can get a yeah. t-shirt you can get this and that mm-hmm. uh so i do that a lot uh yeah because it's like how these how is anybody making money anymore Especially merchandise yeah yeah um so yeah that was uh that was my sunday it was pretty cool it was pretty fun uh i got uh some uh gouache paints at uh dick blick mm-hmm I think I might dabble in that. Oh, yeah, there's uh, one other person uh, I wanted to give a shout-out to. Uh, she was inside the uh, the mall area, you know, where Dick Blick is. And all yeah. That. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, I think the newcomers are inside, you know, oh, okay. away from the sun. Uh, this kid, I, she won, like, best uh, – she won, like, best in show. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. at, the, at the thing. Uh, I got a couple of small prints of hers, and she does these, like, I, I believe uh, – like on canvas, she had some canvas painting she was selling. Yeah, look at this stuff. She's a student there, and uh, Jocelyn Hart. Oh wow, yeah, uh, eighteen, and she's already doing. Man, that's pretty quality. good stuff. So. Wow! Yeah. 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 So well, it's annoying when pictures of this too, like. It, yeah. Yeah, they're uh, so. What I'm looking at here is uh, just like some painting of uh, a couple faces. One's got, got like this '50s era kind of hairdo, maybe maybe more '70s or '60s. I, I don't know what no, I can see eras that, that it, it really would be, but uh, it's got kind of a pop art type thing uh, going on. Then we've got a uh, painting of uh, Wednesday Adams. That's pretty cool too. Of 
course, uh, you know, having just had that Wednesday show out, you know, that's pretty popular. It was uh, funny. I, I asked if she had any more like uh, sizes for that one. Yeah. And uh, she said, uh, no, I think that that might be her only one. And her friend or sister or whatever, like nudged her and said, no, we have more. And I'm like, no, no, no. You stick with that. There's only one left. You got to yeah. you know, get uh, demand and scarcity. Yes. Yeah. But. One thing at a time, yeah. I guess, you know. Yeah, so that you can keep the client or the, the client, the customer, the customer, you know, uh, like you know the fear of missing yeah. out. Like, oh, you've only got one left. Yeah, I gotta buy this now. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it's like people coming in the tattoo studio. I'm like, yeah, we only have one tattoo left. Better yeah. get it now. It's my face. It's funny though, like talking to these kids. It's like still, I don't know. I don't know what I expect, but I feel like sometimes I'm like, what's going on? Like I'm, I'm 35. I'm out of it. You know, oh, yeah. I don't know what's going on anymore. What's the uh, trend? What's the trend? But, you know, it's just it's just good to see they're, you know, still doing it. Well, I mean, art. like some of this art that you're showing me and everything, too, is very classic, too. Yeah. You know, like like the the one stuff um, with the uh, uh, the rap fink type thing. Obviously, that's holding on to an era of art that is decades ago. Right. And I, I, I was like, cool, you got Rat Fink on here. And he's yeah. like, oh, yeah, most people don't even notice that. I'm like, yeah. I'm a tattoo guy. So yeah, right. he jumped right out at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, just like, yeah, I guess a lot of people wouldn't see that, just like a kind of a gnarly-looking yeah. rat. But Dude, we used to do tattoos of that style stuff all the time. Dude, it's still fucking awesome. You know, like Rat Fink and big warped, you know, wrenches and spark plugs and like chess pieces with a spark plug in the center and wings coming off to the sides yeah. and everything and fire everywhere. I mean, like, that was fun stuff. That's That was, like, kind of my wheelhouse of drawing, too. Right. You know, that kind of new school, bold, colorful, cartoony type things. And, yeah. um, man, I can't tell you, like, how many Coop Devil Girl tattoos I've done. You know, I, I mean, I kind of miss doing those things, to be honest. Well, it's like, okay, so, like, the, the, the Rat Fink was, like, stuff was, like, tied in with, like, kind of gearhead culture. You know, right. a lot of these movements in tattooing and art, you know, they were tied to a specific like kind of external cultural thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm kind of wondering what the next big uh, movement is going to be. And I don't and I don't know if there is going to be one right now, because I do feel like that's what I, that's what feels refreshing about the, the art show was like. Uh, I don't want to use the word archaic, but like a sense of like going back, you know, just go like it's 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 a place in time without the internet you know i feel like the internet and social media is kind of like putting a halt on culture it's a double-edged sword it is it's 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 great for exposure but it's right. like everything it's instantaneous and you can like you think of a of an idea right mm -hmm. and you go on so like facebook whatever social media google and like not only is that idea been done but it's been done in every kind of iteration every kind of medium Right. It's like, ah, oh, shit. You know, it's it's very difficult to, for for things to spring up spontaneously. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I guess I guess that's the, the question I pose. Like, what's going to be the next big thing for a big art movement? Boy, I don't know. I mean, when you talk about that, what's going to be the next big art movement? Are we going to talk about, like, tattoo-wise? What do we think the next trend might be? Or are you talking about just art in general? Because there's so many different roads. That Wherever we, it might. Uh, I mean, this is a, a river with a ton of little tributaries coming off of it here. I mean, know. do you see anything coming down the line that you're kind of noticing that just recurring, you know? You know, I, I got to say, obviously, right now, there's a trend when it comes to tattooing of minimalistic tattoos. Um, very small, you know thin line type tattoos um people are calling them fine line which me coming from the old school fine line tattoos are not lettering i mean little teeny outlines of flowers that's not considered fine line in a traditional tattoo sense fine line tattooing actually referred to or or was basically like portraits um animals stuff like that that you did a very very thin almost like a gray wash outline where you would come in and lightly outline something and then shade it in um, to give it that roundness and almost paint it in. And that's kind of where a lot of portrait artists started was that fine line black and gray. 
right. um, you know, a lot of uh, your uh, your South Central LA like Chicano type style uh, tattoos were very very fine line tattoos. They were highly detailed, not really a thick bold outline or anything. But today, a lot of people are seeing these things that they call fine line tattoos. Of course, me being, you know, the old fucker in the room, I'm like, oh, that's not fine line. That's, that's, just, that's just a small tattoo. You know what I mean? Like, but people are getting those. And, you know, You're we have to have this. You're doing what the kids call gatekeeping. You're <laughs> I don't know gatekeeping that word. right now. Oh. A new terminology to me. I'm old. Which means you know. an old person. No. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I, uh, no, I get it. I get it. It's, uh, you know. Things morph and change and change meanings, and you're like, hey, wait a minute. It was this a minute ago. Well, you know how, so when I started tattooing, it was all like tribal armbands, barbed wire, barbed wire mixed with tribal, little roses on girls' chests, dolphins. I mean, I can't tell you how many dolphins and, and butterfly tattoos I've done, but those trends went away. Right. And all of a sudden then you got trends of like, um, new school and bold color and stuff like that. And then you got into trends of realism and then color realism when people started really focusing more on the fact that we can do more with tattooing than traditionally have been allowed to. Yeah. You know, with the with things like the internet, you know, things like that, ha- opening our eyes to other artists, going to tattoo conventions, seeing other people, and like what you're talking about, just simply going to art shows. You know, it doesn't have to be a tattoo convention. Anyone can go to an art show and get exposed to a new style that's going to be eye-opening, even if it's something that you don't do right away. You went to this art show, and now, who knows, maybe like a year from now, you're going to be like painting something, and you're going to be like, hey, I remember this style. I want to do this. I want to add this in there. Mm. And so you've expanded your mind and therefore Expand your mind, bro. <laughs> exactly, you know. And you did it without drugs. You're so amazing. Yeah, yeah. What was it Dolly <laughs> quote? I don't need drugs. I am drugs. Is that what he said? Yeah. I don't know. So there's a weird artist, Dolly. Dolly. Yeah. Man, I wish I could be that self-indulgent. <clears throat> do you really like sometimes you just want to lean into the artist style and just like live like, I don't know. I, I can't, man. I, 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 my mind kind of do, me though, a little bit. How? You I don't kinda know. kind of self mythologize a little bit. I mean, like, you kind of put on this character. I, I don't live in a world with other people, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, uh, you not do that, live in your own world. I mean, like, I will the, say the that. thing is, no, I, what I do is I, a lot of times, will kind of, uh, I don't pay attention to other things around me as much. I, I kind of just go on my own road and do what I need to do, and hopefully it comes out nicely. Well, I don't know what that beep meant. That was just a notification. Right <laughs> I don't know. I That's mean, just like the internet I, calling me, man. Don't worry about it. The who calling you? The internet. Oh, they're calling you now. Yeah. Yeah. It's a siren song of new information. Right. That, that usually is useless. Most information is. Yeah, yeah. But you never know. I mean, it's right. like uh, it's like sifting through like the river trying to get the, the yeah. gold. This time, maybe. <laughs> That's how they always get you. Right. This time, this might be relevant to you. Maybe. You know. I don't know, but I, you know, talking about like the trends, I don't, I've never fallen into specifically sticking with one trend or another. Like, I'll tattoo different things that people come in and ask, uh-huh. you know, and I've done commission paintings for people in different styles and everything, but I try to stay as diverse as possible, which is actually one thing that I've never really liked about myself. Like, I like it because I feel like it allows me to do multiple things, but I don't like it because I would love to be able to just focus on one thing. Yeah. You know, and it's like, uh, you know, way before Ink Master, um, I had met Clean Rock, uh, different conventions and stuff like that and everything. He, the Clean Rock? Right, yeah. He used to uh, own a shop in Elgin, Illinois. Um, which, this is before he met Dave Navarro? Oh, yeah, way before, man. This is, like, years ago, dude. Like, I mean, I've had booths next to him up in Minneapolis, down in Burlington, Iowa. There used to be a, a show. Um, Was that, like, th- this? we should really have, like, a- B.C. and A.D. for tattooing, where it's, like, before Ink Master. And oh, my after. goodness. Or probably it should be before... Um, 
what's her name? Cat. Cat uh, Von D. Cat Von D. Yeah. Because she was patient zero for uh, yeah the tattoo. I met her she, one time too at a convention. She oh, was yeah. Weird. But no, no, I mean go, no. Go she on. she was cool and his stuff and everything. Go on. But uh, um, what I was talking about about clean, he had made a comment one time and he said because he focused mainly on like one kind of style. It was almost like you know, subjects, like like what we're talking about, the Rat Fink stuff. Yeah. You know, he focused on wrenches and, and big warped, you know, engine parts and stuff like that with flames and all sorts of bright color around it. And he did it amazingly and still does. Yeah. So he told me one time, he was like, here's, here's what I do. I figured out what I was good at. I figured out what I was like, what I like, and I exploit that. So... You know, you just figure out, hey, what type of subject are you good at doing? What type of subject do you also like? And then just do that. Yeah. Focus on that. Advertise just that. And that's the type of things you'll get. Right. You know, but I also still have this whole thing. Like when a client comes in and they're like, hey, I want to get a tattoo of this. And I'm like, well, that's not really the style that I like to do. But I'm also here as a service as well. You know, and I, I can't. I find it hard turning anything down. You're too much of a people pleaser. I kind of am. Yeah, that is one of my downfalls. But uh, I do explain to people, though, like this minimalistic trend. Dude, I, I can't tell you how many times I explain to people, hey, these small tattoos that are being done and advertised out there on social media are being done on younger people by younger people yeah. who haven't been tattooing you know, a fraction of the time I have. They don't know how the skin is actually going to heal, you know, and because your skin is constantly regenerating, it's constantly growing, it's going to spread. Right. You know, I mean, we've all seen the old Navy people with tattoos and stuff like that where they're sitting there and having the, those lines all spread apart. We can't see what they are. We don't, uh, you know, even recognize half of them, you know, anymore either. So what we need to do is try to guide our clients into getting something that's going to be worth getting, you know, and holding true over time. But, you know, the hard thing is, of course, people want what they want and they want it now, you know, and that's just the way of human nature, I suppose. And more so, even more so since COVID, like, like people have gotten very, very adamant about no this is how i want things and stuff like that and you know to a certain extent hey you know what it's your tattoo i mean i'll do i'll do the best job i can but i do do i do do i have that fatherly do advice do so yeah. well. uh, i have that fatherly advice that i try to give everybody and if they take it cool if not whatever whatever they pull out their gut they pull out <laughs> their gat they're like come on man give me my tattoo Give me my tattoo. Or what else. kind of trends do you see, though? Like, uh, I mean, I I don't see the painting trends. You know, I don't see stuff like that because I literally go to work, I do my tattoos. Well, it's just you it's know, just, I I eat, live, and sleep tattoo. I I I think, and this is just my current read on this. I just don't really see trends in terms of like, like I was saying, like the Rat Fink stuff was tied to gearhead culture, and you had like kind of the black and gray kind of Chicano style and like this wave and this wave, like the neo-traditional kind of being an offshoot of traditional, but like kind of more flexible and right. kind of spreading its wings. And I don't know, it becomes difficult because it's like, so like with music, oh fuck, trying to, trying to, trying to put a, a band in a box now is like, yeah, what kind of music you listen to? It's like, <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. Progressive you metal, math, new metal, math rock like, or, or like, uh, how many uh, metals do we have? Sludge metal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's you know clowncore. Things are becoming sort yeah clowncore. <laughs> Ladies get, and gentlemen, Zach loves clowncore. They're probably one of the best bands of the past twenty. Years. Look it up, you won't be disappointed. Yeah, you can listen to a whole album in fifteen minutes. <laughs> they don't fuck around, right? They'll take you on a journey. Was that two hundred fifty BPM? <laughs> I, I can't even do it that fast. And it's not like you say clowncore, people think like. What, insane cloud posse oh no it's not that no it's no it's a different animal completely but anyway uh no i did in terms of like trends in art i think it's just uh like i said i think uh with with the internet now there's there's less organic movement i think everybody's capitalizing on trends i don't think things are uh growing i think people are chasing numbers and algorithms 
Right. And it's getting to a kind of a scary point, mm-hmm. uh, which, like I said, it's just refreshing to go back to, to you know, basics and go to the art show and see, no, people are still doing it. People are still kind of It's not following. AI. Yeah. It's still people. Dude, I was kind of wondering if, like, I was going to see, like, some, uh, you know, kind of uh, uh, prankster open up a, a booth of just, like, purely AI-made art. Right. You know, dressing up like a robot. <laughs> I mean, I kind of thought about myself. That would actually be funny if somebody, if the person that's putting in all the prompts, you know, because there is an artistic way, I suppose, to making these prompts to bring out different paintings of, of you know, AI-inspired art. But to have somebody dress up as, like, a robot or something like that and then have a booth there with artwork that they've produced through AI would be absolutely golden. That would probably piss off a lot of people. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, no, no, I, uh, you know what, though? Speaking of that, I saw one of my favorite uh, pieces, one of my favorite performance pieces I've ever seen uh, at, there at the festival. What uh, was it? It was, uh, <laughs> it was a guy... Uh, Wait, performance? Are you talking about somebody performing? Performing, essentially. Yeah. Okay. He was just All on right. the street corner. He was behind one of the the booths, not getting much attention. In fact, it, he must have been there so long that he just people just kind of ah, he's, he's yeah. Whatever. But uh, he was uh, in a top hat and a kind of a vest, uh, kind of you know dressed up like vaudeville, and uh, complete blackface. Oh my goodness! Blackface. Wow. With just sitting with a tambourine, just. No song, no singing, no yeah. no nothing. Just hitting a tambourine, and people were were they were this, just ignoring him. This was in him Iowa or? City. Uh huh. You know the beautiful part. You know the beautiful part was what's that? I realized he's black. Oh, so he can't say shit. Yeah. So I mean, well, I mean that that makes the whole thing a little bit better then, right? You know. But isn't that weird? I mean, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, but maybe I think just, he, you know he had a, like a cup. Was, I don't he, know was he a mime? No, no. This was not a mime situation. Yeah, his mimes are white face with black makeup. Oh, wait, what? A mime is is a mime white face? Yeah, I'm, tra- well, I'm you trying. I'm trying to think now. Wear blackface? No, I can't remember now. Yeah, I guess they do have a white face. Yeah. All yeah. Right. I got confused for a minute. No, they wear the the stripey. The stripes. I got. Yeah, black I remember. Stripe, yep, yep, horizontal. Yep. Sh- I don't that think re- I've ever seen a mime in person. That reminds me of one of my favorite mime scenes in a movie uh, from a movie called uh, The War on Everyone. It's about two, like, really corrupt, dirty cops. Okay. And the, the movie opens with them chasing down a mime <laughs> in their car. Yeah. And just before they hit it, the the one cop says to the other, he's like, do you, uh, what did he say? He said, uh, "Do you uh, what, what sound does a mime make when you hit it with a car? And hits it. Yeah. Nothing. 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 Oh. No. Yeah. I don't know. I, I thought when you say when you were starting to say street performer, I was like expecting you to start saying somebody, you know, like doing some sort of a dance or interpretive dance with I mean like, it was a flags or something. Though. Yeah. I mean they had so I mean he honestly he wasn't doing he was just sitting on the sidewalk just hitting a tambourine. Yeah. I think it was more of a like, you know, being a you know a jokester, a prankster. Yeah. You know, just be like hey, I've always wanted to see can't say anything. <laughs> I've uh, so I've never been to New York. <laughs> What's I, that? I've never been to New York. I've been to like Baltimore, um, and Washington D.C., but uh-huh. I've never really been to the East Coast, like the Upper Northeast Coast. You know, right. um, and I've always wanted to. One of my things that I want to do is I want to go to a subway in New York and witness. Why? I want to witness like the the street performer people that you see on like YouTube and stuff like that, like. It's the not people as fun as that. I'm sure it's probably not, but I still want to see that. Like, I, I'm kind of like, I don't know. It's like you you watch like Tokyo Drift or something like that, and you're like, what? All these all the people in Tokyo drive like this? You know, of course they don't. You know, and I, I understand. Like, I would probably go to a subway, and I don't know. I I probably get robbed. I don't know. Probably. But the best fun, case scenario. The best case scenario. But what I really do want to see is I I'd love to just go witness one of these street so performers that are actually good. You know, like now I used to live there in Louisiana and you go to New Orleans and stuff, there's street performers everywhere. Yeah. You know, there's there's kids out there with little bottle caps, you know, stapled to their shoes, tap dancing, trying to get tips and stuff like that. 
there's people you know with brass bands and and trumpets and stuff all over the place that's that's cool and everything but i want to see that in new york i just have this picture in my head that i can go to new york and go to a subway and see like one of these guys you know out there with like this big baritone saxophone or something along with a drummer doing some sort of like you know crazy techno you know music or something like that see i don't ever change, Jason. <laughs> you live in your own world, and you have no idea what's going on. It's a cartoon world in my head. I it's told a cartoon you this. world. In I your picture head. everybody as a muppet. But, you know, uh, like you that's know, how I can handle life. Just you know, bringing up New York <laughs> and subway performers. Ah, <laughs> uh, what is this? No, 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 no. We don't have to talk about it. But I'm just saying. Oh, you're showing me something, but I can't. I'm, I'm not. I basically it's just you know real world I can't. events. Oh, real world okay. events. Just unfortunate timing. Yeah. I mean, I I suppose you know yeah people go on vacations and they. I also want to just go to Central Park and like jog through Central Park. Now I don't want to go the whole way. Jog through Central. I just want to say that I've jogged in Central Park. I don't. I don't have any. You want to do the? You want to go in a limousine with a cheese pizza too? You corny fuck. A cheese pizza. Yeah, like Home Alone too. Oh. No. You want the New York experience? Nah, man. I don't like cheese pizza. I, I like stuff on it. I like pineapple on my cheese pizza yeah. with ham. Yeah. Or pepperoni and pineapple with uh, a little bit of jalapeno is pretty good. You got to have uh, all that gluten. Gluten and dairy. See, you never... Yeah, man. You're going to OD on gluten. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Do you have a trash? I... Yeah, it's your face. Yeah, well, okay. I'll just throw shit on your floor. <laughs> Try to be nice. That's okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, life in the big city. Uh, I don't think you could. I don't think you could hack it. Yeah, uh, in New York. I don't know. Even on a vacation. Yeah. You'd, you'd be out of there. <laughs> I don't know. Day. I think I could handle it. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Let's go. No. Yeah, let's I, go. I'm not going let's anywhere go. Anywhere. Let's go to Times Square on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Let's do it. If this if this particular podcast gets two downloads, <laughs> we have to go to New York, and we could like, we hey, could, uh, and we could be like, hey, I'm in New York. Anderson you know? Cooper, we're, where are you at, bud? We're a couple of podcasters. We got two downloads, so can we uh, can we hang out with you? Oh, you know he'd let us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I want to hang out. Those guys have been pretty drunk. Oh, they'd probably party way more than we've ever partied. Probably. Yeah. They'd be, they'd be have, you know, rats on their shoulder, just like putting a bottle of their... Like the Rat King? Yeah, the Rat King would come up and <laughs> greet, the, greet the tourists and be like... I don't drunk. know, you know, I, you know how I like... I, I watched Saturday Night Live, you know, when I was younger and everything. 30 Rock, I loved watching that. So I have this picture of New York in my head. Yeah. That is just like this, you know... Kind of a fun place, I, I guess it probably isn't. Yeah, I think I think that's the uh, delusion all New Yorkers <laughs> have been living under for like yeah. twenty years. Ah, New York, it's it's, it's the, the best place, place to be. Yeah, yeah, we got pizza and hot dogs and hot dogs yeah. and tall buildings. I always wanted to to open like a hot dog cart downtown here and name it CR Wieners, and then and I talked about this for a while. Right. And I wanted to do like foot long hot dogs with like a normal eight inch bun. And our slogan would be CR wieners too big for your buns, you know, and stuff like that. But that, that could be the kind of thing that finally gives this town respect. <laughs> right. Hey, did you go to Cedar Rapids? They've got wieners that are too big for your buns. <laughs> yeah. But then I found out uh, like a few years later, apparently somebody else already did that or something or whatever. But. I'm pretty sure I had the idea first. Well, that's what you get for talking about it. They pro somebody probably heard your idea and yeah. ran with it. Most likely. That's my problem is I do say a lot of my ideas. You don't really leave anything in your head. I don't. Whatever is in my head, I don't close my mouth. It just comes out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just It's word vomit. Constant. Yeah. Pretty much. Especially when we're at work. I have a hard time like focusing if there's not something going on. I don't know if that's some sort of weird ADD or something. I, oh, man. I don't even... I, I will never go try to get diagnosed because I'm sure I've got, like, 
ADD, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, I don't know. Probably all that stuff. I, you know, that's that's the problem. Self-diagnosis. I, I've seen people just get caught. In oh, my goodness. That. I do like, not want to go on, like, WebMD and look anything up. Well, like, my wife was t- trying to tell me, like, I have, like, ADD tendencies. And I'm like, no, I... Because I was trying to explain... <laughs> what, what is a tendency? Like, because I was hey, trying to you know what, how... Zach? I think that you have ADD tendencies. Okay, but... I, I think that you have a tendency to turn left without using your blinker. Well, okay, so I was explaining about how it's it's difficult to kind of, like, turn off the noise in your head. And even when you're talking to somebody... You know, they're telling you about something, and you get caught on a thought, and it's like a, you know, a tree. You just caught on, get caught on different branches, yeah. and then you realize 20 seconds later, you just missed out on the rest of the stuff they've been talking about. Mm-hmm. You got stuck on that first little bit, and apparently that's, that's not normal. I think it is normal. I think so, too. <laughs> and I, I, think, I think that... I, I thought go further. I, I, think, I, I think most... Uh, ADD and like autism diagnoses are not any sort of like I think they are just normal responses to the world we live in now. Yeah. I don't know how you can't have ADD now and like have a cell phone. I I don't think it's possible. I think that people are being trained to have that. Yeah. You know, or actually like trained to deal with it. Um, you know, when I was a kid like it was just like, oh, that kid, he's just you know, too much sugar. Sure. He's just hyper. You know, let him go run around the, the school a few times. He'll be fine. You know, now we have diagnoses that say, oh, that's this. That's that. Right. Whatever, which is fine. I'm glad that they're able to narrow things down and everything like that, too. But, um, and we could go into a whole different show about, uh, you know, stuff like that and drugging our children or anything, you know. Drugging our children. <laughs> yeah. But... We could also just go ahead and say, hey, let's go ahead and pretend that New York is a nice place. No. No? <laughs> no, I ain't pretend. I'm not playing that game. Oh, come on. New York sucks. Yeah. I don't need to go there to know that. I think we should go. We should go to a tattoo convention there. You said we should go to... You're like, hey, you want to go to this tattoo convention? I'm like, yeah, sure. Where is it? Uh, Florida. Anchorage. Colorado. <laughs> Okay, yeah. well, uh, let me know when, and then I never hear anything. Oh, it's usually like the next weekend. Oh, yeah. I'm well, like, let's yeah. drop it, drop it, let's go. Yeah, drop everything you have. Drop yeah. all your appointments. <laughs> but, uh, shit. I just keep, think, keep thinking about that King Rat on Times Square, out drunk, partying the night away. Right. That would be cool. So that's what we're going to draw? A Rat King in Times Square? Probably, with like... One arm on Anderson Cooper and another on, like, I don't know. Who's another prominent New Yorker person? <laughs> Alec Baldwin? I don't know. She just wanted to say <laughs> Alec Baldwin. Yeah. I Actually, uh, I think uh, I'm going to draw mine like a Rat Fink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rat Fink King for New York. Why not? Dude. Now we get so when's the when's the next uh, like art show going on? Do you know? This time next year. Oh, I don't know. Well, I know there's always like things in Marion. There's always things in like Mount Vernon. I don't even things, know about things like yeah, that until it's too late. Yeah, yeah. We should probably actually like have one of the apprentices just look that sort of stuff up and let us know. Well, you know, if you can remember to do it, twenty other things you have them do. <laughs> Do this, that, and this. Yeah. Now draw these cloud pictures. Did you see the... So speaking of, like, artistic, you know, uh, interpretation of things and everything and different art styles, you know, I had uh, I had posted the other day a couple pictures of clouds that I took. And then I sent them to the apprentices. I sent one to Carrie um, as well, who's my former apprentice, and had them draw what they saw. Like, I, I said, hey, make a tattooable design out of this. Yeah. And dude, people ate that up on Facebook and Instagram. People loved those those drawings, and Carrie's was really. I, I mean, not the. I I know Carrie's a great artist, but I I kind of took me by surprise what she saw in it because I was like, oh my goodness, that's like two little hamster type gerbil things, and it was really really cute, you know. And I thought that was really really neat. So I reposted that, and now I've got people sending me photos 
of clouds uh-huh. to give to the apprentices and to give to my coworkers and everything like that. So I was actually thinking we should just start a whole Instagram page of nothing but cloud art. You know, where you take a picture of a cloud and then draw what you see on it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That could be a trend. We could make a trend of that. Yeah. Of course, I'm saying it now, and then in two weeks, somebody else is going to do it before I have a chance it's to. It's a tragic story. My life. life. Yeah. Oh, I had this idea. <laughs> I I invented Bagel Bites. I, I, you know, I had the idea Not for IBM, and then this guy. <laughs> IBM ago. was before you. Yeah. That was before you were born. I'm talking about as you. Oh, me. Because you're old <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> I am pretty old. Yeah. But uh, you're 76 you'll be that guy old. when you're like 75. Yeah. Yeah. I was the first guy to wear corduroys. I did have corduroy pants when I was a kid. Dude, I, I, I hated I, them. I knew a guy who yeah. who said that to me. <laughs> I, was, I was like, <laughs> who has corduroys now? Anybody? You know what? I think it was like a trend like about 10 years ago. All of a sudden, corduroy came back. It did come back. Yeah. They're not the most comfortable pants. They're fun to... Well, no, it's hot. Yeah. They're fun to like... I just remember like like I had one pair of corduroy pants, and I remember hating them. Yeah. And like my mom making me wear them to school and stuff like that, and I just... I hated it. Hated it. Hated it. Everything your parents put you in was was always bad. Yeah. It was always... Now to, to... is that what do they consider that now? Do kids like is that a hate crime? Now <laughs> I think a, it's probably known as child child, child abuse, abuse now. if uh, a parent dresses yeah. their kid now. You know, if a parent looks at a kid wrong, it's probably child abuse. Yeah. Yeah. Emancipation just always a a, a contract yeah. of emancipation. They just wave at the, the parent now. Yeah. I saw this TikTok where this lady was talking about some dude was like, "What? Why do people think that you know this older generation is so tough or something? They didn't have it that bad or something." And this lady comes on and she's like, yo, we weren't even allowed in the house. Like, our parents locked us out of the house. You know, I kind of fall in that that generation. Well, I mean. I wasn't locked out of the house, but I didn't come home until, like, I don't know, way after the streetlights came on. Right. Like, my mom never knew where I was. Well, yeah. That's Nowadays, not- everybody's got tracking on their phones. Oh, God. I can tell you right now where, you know, all three of my kids are. And they're in their 20s. Like, I don't need to know that. It's funny. I was watching uh, the other day, I was watching this show called The Prisoner. Okay. Which is a really cool, like, it's about, um, it's like from the 60s or 70s. It's like this spy who quits the agency. And it's like MI5. It's, you know, British or British guy, I think. I don't know. But he works for uh, an intelligence agency and he quits. And, uh, well, he's got too much information in his head. And they can't just let him out in the wild. So they uh, gas him at his house, and they kidnap him, and they put him in this, like, idyllic Italian village. It's called The Village, where ever, all the citizens are just people from spy agencies who have uh, retired, have been fired, and they can't be let go. Oh. They can't kill them, but they can't let them go out in public. Uh, so they keep them confined, and they give them numbers. Okay. And uh, it's a really f- smart, fun show. It's really s- trippy and psychedelic. Uh, but it was made in a time where a total surveillance state, because like his house is bugged, everyone's watching, every everything's recorded. Mm-hmm. This was made in a time when that was a novel idea, a total surveillance state. Right. And now it's just like taken for granted now. Like we just assume everything. We assume our phones are spying on us. People, it's it's that ongoing thing of like, hey, I was thinking about this the other day. I was thinking about corduroy pants the other day, and then. I get five ads for corduroy pants yeah. the following week. Yeah. We just assume, yeah, Big Brother's always watching. Well, that's watching. a pretty big coincidence, though. You know, but uh, I I mean, if we start getting some ads for corduroy, like if I see, oh, if yeah. I'm like looking through Amazon and corduroy pops up, I'm going to be like, Zach, they are watching. They are listening. But what are you going to do about it? Well, <laughs> what do you care? You know, well, it's I not care. like, you know, what are we going to do about it exactly? Um, we, we could do another episode, too, about that. We can talk about uh, everybody watching Big Brother. I mean, you know, here we are in a podcast. Like, please listen to us. <laughs> listen to us. Listen to us talk about how we're afraid of being listened to. <laughs> right. The fucking stupid world we live in now. 
Well, I mean, it is kind of, but I mean, also when you come down to it, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, I mean, we're just going to keep on keeping on. I love on, how you right? say, like, it always comes down to what are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? Yeah. It's very, what it's are like, you going to do about it? It's a hypnosis. It's like, what yeah. are you going to do about it? Yeah. See, this, you'd be the, one of the, I'd be looking at you first, like you're, you're working for them. Oh. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm a plant. Maybe I'm not. But either way, I think that our time is up. What does that mean? It means your time is up, Zach. Is that, what do you, what, what do you bring a gun for, man? Like, you don't have to worry about it, Zach. It's not really a gun. It's just a podcast. <laughs>